1: Hey, it's Herbert, Mm -hmm. and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast.
0: Hey guys, welcome back. Whew. Big episode. A lot to talk about. Tampa, Philly, Bobert, McConnell, haters, prison, Beetlejuice, vegans, Toys R Us. Mary, fuck, kill, Mary, kill, fuck, fuck, Mary. <clears throat> welcome back to the show. We're in a new studio here at Melrose Podcast. Um,. Got some backdrops here. Let us know how you like them. I dig them. Who doesn't like a good wood background? Wood compliments the curtain. Does the carpet match the drapes? That's what she said. Let's get right into it. Uh, An exciting weekend. For me, I was in Philadelphia. And then I was in um, Tampa. And before that, Austin, Texas. But after all that, whew, Madison, Wisconsin. Because I take my comedy special at Comedy On State. Thanks to everyone that came out. What a banger of a weekend. Um, I think we got some some fun stuff in the can. Shout out to everybody who helped participate and be there to make it happen. Can't wait to show ya. Uh, and hopefully uh, on a global platform, right? Tubi? Quibi? <laughs> Uh, are they around still? Tubi and Quibi. I don't know who was first. I think Quibi and then Tubi. But maybe, if that's the case, maybe Quibi should have taken a... Sorry, Tubi should have taken a page out of the Quibi handbook that r- any network that rhymes with Wibby is probably, uh, probably a sinking ship like the Titanic. Too soon? Um... Funny that when you say Titanic now, at least I think of the billionaire submarine that was uh, that that went missing. I think most people think of, the, oh, the highest grossing movie of all time? Yeah, you did until Barbie came in and skull-fucked that one. Oof. I don't think I've ever said that term before. Speaking of terms, Mitch McConnell. I think he's done. I think you're done when you start freezing on camera and you're not an X Men character. Blah. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't think you can confidently make choices or have the confidence of the people when Blah. And look, I think there's something medical there, so I don't wanna completely uh go down this rabbit hole of 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 saying how awful he is, but some people just, you know, it's time. It's time to go. And whether that's time to to go home and, and sit in your recliner. and Mitch definitely has the energy of a family member that you're like, do you want more potatoes? And he goes, Bawr. And then you just, you just feed it to him anyway because you know he needs sustenance. I don't even think Mitch is there. I think he's – he just looks – it's something about looking old and sounding old. You get one or the other if you want to maintain relevance in society. But once you got both, oh, man – just zip yourself up in a sleeping bag and turn the lights off. Um, that being said, I wish him well. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. But uh, hey, man, you had a good run. You had a good run. You stopped a lot of forward progress in this country, and you, uh, you put Kentucky on the map when it didn't have to do with bourbon or horses. Last time I was in Kentucky, first time I was in Kentucky, the only time I was in Kentucky, there was a knife convention at my hotel. You're thinking knives like Wolfgang Puck and more like Duck Dynasty. These guys had beards and, uh, and, uh, you know, I hate gays t shirts. Kentucky's a weird place. I don't want to say it's a bad place, it's a weird place. They got people there. They came to the shows. You know, would I develop a personal relationship with any of them? I, <laughs> but, um, but it was a place. The convention, I'd say, those people were cool. I met the Michael Jordan of Knives. I wish I could remember his name, but everyone pimped me out to him. Like, you gotta meet, you know, David's you know, David Jammy Jeremy Jeremy. He's uh he's the um the whatchamacallit, the uh the Michael Jordan of Knives. And this guy was like fake smoking a cigarette in the corner. I think he, he should have had, you know, heavyset Samoan gals fanning him and feeding him grapes and painting his toenails because he had swagger like I've never seen for a guy who just makes knives and sells knives to uh, to the Dungeons & Dragons community. But look, you know, knives are uh, a popular item in most kitchens. I think, you know, Halloween comes along. I think people like the old, yeah you know, but uh, it's a world that I know nothing about. I'm not privy to the uh, knife community. So I got to know some of those guys. And let's just say they like to drink. One of them, uh, I ordered some food back to my room after the show. And I got up there and <laughs> I saw one of the guys take it from outside of my door. Because their little community where they commiserated post-knife convention was on my floor right outside my door. Uh, sorry for the rhymes. And he grabbed... Uh, said pizza and they started eating it and I I stood there for a minute watching like a perv and I was like do I say something or do I let them just enjoy this pizza they're knife guys who knows what was happening prior to this that filled them up as much as this pizza did so I let them eat it came back out I let them see me come out of the room too two of the guys clocked it and we're like and they didn't say anything I kind of put it onto them I was like Where'd you get to get the pizza from? Like, dude, just Domino's. Oh, hell yeah. It wasn't right there? What? I don't like confrontation, but if you're being a true dickhead, you got to call somebody out. Had a TSA uh, incident last week coming back from uh, Austin, going going to Philly from Austin. And uh, the gal, I actually had my water bottle, and she goes, you can't have that. I was like, shit, yeah, you're right. You got a garbage can nearby like you like you guys always do? Nope, but what you can do is walk all the way back there down that long line of people and throw it in a trash can. I was like, oof, flight board's in 10 minutes, bag's are already through. Do you mind if I just hand it to you and you figure out what to do with it? <laughs> nah. Go all the way down, pass all that line, find a trash can. It's right down there. So I was like, fuck. I walked for about two minutes past about 60 people, and I'm just like, what am I doing? Might as well get back in an Uber and go back home and leave my bag. And then I uh, come back, couldn't find a trash can, just set the water bottle down, because I gotta go. I'm like, it's a water bottle, it's not a backpack, no one's gonna freak out. She goes, did you find a trash can? I was like, well no, why would you ask me that? You said it was back there. Did you? No, I did not. So what'd you do with it? I set it down. Jesus fucking Christ. And then she starts talking shit about me to people next to me. I bit my lip. I swallowed. You know? like a Like a high school PE teacher, hooking up with a high school kid. I swallowed, swallowed my pride and I uh, swallowed a hot load of dignity. But you know, it is what it is, you pick your battles. I asked the guy next to me, I go, he worked also at TSA, I go, is she usually like this? He goes, oh yeah, she's got an attitude problem. He goes, I've made her cry multiple times. I go, well, I didn't want you to do that. I didn't actually wanna know that you did that, but I did wanna know that I wasn't being ridiculous and thinking that she's got an attitude problem. And he goes, yeah, she sucks. But, you know, you work at an airport. I got empathy. Not 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 apathy. Which one is it? You got empathy or you got apathy? I got empathy if you're being a dickhead, but you work at the airport. I got apathy if I'm... If I'm talking about... I don't know. It's one of those... Uh, it's one of these moments where you go, nobody gives a fuck. There's a lot of those in life. How many conversations do you find yourself in and you're trying to just conjure up questions just to keep the moment moving? I did a lot um, in Philly at the punchline. Shows were fun. Crowds were a little hostile. And by that, I mean rambunctious. We had a woman who, uh, after I did some Biden and Trump jokes, goes, do Biden again. And I go, oh, we got Trump girl in the back. She was like, didn't say anything. She goes, go, what do you love about uh, the Biden joke? She goes, I just love how he goes. I'm boring myself with this story. And I go, yeah, well, uh, I just did those jokes, but, you know, I can send you a link to the set. You can rewatch this and play with yourself. I go, you Trump girl? No response. She goes, yeah, but he is not grabbing my pussy. I was like, well, maybe because it maybe because it's too big or it smells. And that, that got her to quiet down. And then she uh, she fired back a couple more choice phrases. And, uh, and, we you know, we shifted gears. That's what you got to do a lot during the show, especially in Philly. You shift gears. Philly's a fun city, though. They got all the sports. They got Rocky statues and stairs. Every staircase looks like the Rocky staircase, though. I was like, those are the Rocky stairs, right? like, nope. What about those ones? <laughs> nah, man, it's a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. Jason Kelsey almost came out to the uh, shows which would have blown the uh, staff's mind. The Eagles, I didn't realize are top dog in Philadelphia. I think it goes Eagles, Phillies, Sixers, but sports is a big deal. Sports is a big deal in cities where where um, I don't want to say Philly's one of those like it's all we got, but like Cleveland might be more of that, where sports truly will carry the weight of you know how your day is gonna start or finish. Philly's got the same vibe, but just because it's a very blue-collar, fucking brass tacks, put the foot down, you know, put your hand up, you know, chest bump, fucking titty twister, <laughs> titty twister. Segue. So, uh, this past week, Lauren Boebert, a uh, a uh, political figure from uh, Denver, I think she's in the Congress or she's a senator. Either way she sucks, but she's uh, she's got like Sarah Palin vibes, but more of a whore and less she almost seems stupider, I think. Her name's Lauren Bobert. I mean I, I hear Bobert, I think of Gogurt, and I go, We can't have both. And is that a simpleton way of, you know, deciding how I uh, feel about her? Possibly. But let's get into why she sucks. I mean, just Google her name; you can read off uh, enough uh, about uh, what she tries to achieve. But this past week, Lauren Bobert was uh, removed from a production of Beetlejuice. (laughs) I mean, so funny, Bobert. Watch this, Bobert. She's a United, yeah, states representative. I mean, she looks like you know, she looks like that PE teacher like I said earlier, that definitely hooks up with the with the students. Um, I don't know how old she is. She's uh, 36, you know. She, uh, I know, was recently in, she looks a little bit older, I'm going to say. I think politics in general just, you know, there's a lot of wear and tear going on. Bobert, uh, she basically went to a uh, musical of Beetlejuice in Denver with a guy who I think runs like a drag bar, She's recently divorced, I think since like May. So she's out there, you know, clicking and ticking. She's just throwing darts and trying to get her uh, rocks off, as the kids say. She went to a Beetlejuice show and was removed because she was vaping. She was taking selfies. That's disruptive. That's distracting. But I think what the icing on the cake was, she was uh, trying to jerk off the guy she was with with her palm, and he was rotating her titties like he was changing a tire and making pizza dough. None of it was attractive or sexy. It was shot through a surveillance cam, so I guess there's part of that caught on cam vibe that some people like on Pornhub. By the way, the storylines for porn are getting a little too. I don't need nine plots. You know, boobs, butts, click. But some people are like, stepdad, fuck stepmom until stepson comes home early from Iraq. <clears throat> And then fight stepdad for stepmom who kills stepdad, then blows stepson in hot tub, and then they order Grubhub, while they watch the movie Stepmom with Julia Rob. You know, it's just, it's too much. Give me a couple things, a little bit of music. But you're watching Bobert, you know, over the pants HJ, rub and tug, on this guy she's with, and finally the staff here at Beetlejuice the musical was like, no more, you're out, Bobert. You're out of here! And they asked her to stand up and leave, and she was not compliant. Uh, we have a clip of it. Let's let's watch the clip. In fact, if you can put it on mute, will that'd be great? And I'll just kind of commentate along with it. So this is the. Uh, so here we go. You got the uh, full. Bobert,
1: Bobert, Bobert. Say it three the, times, uh, full, and she uh, appears in security video. Yeah, go ahead the and weekend mute weekend that for me, will? Of for the Congresswoman.
0: So here they are sitting. This is pre-show right so you got the uh got everyone getting seated and situated she's fired up I don't think yeah she's vaping away right here no cares and this woman's like excuse me can you just can you stop talking and she goes not only will I not stop talking how about a fucking selfie to shut your fat ass up yep and I'm gonna pick take a picture of you as well and now she's dancing like a psycho I mean this is she's like at a pot shop just you know and here we go. Now this guy, this is where things get interesting. This guy is just like, I'm just going to rub your tits. And then somebody came in and was like, dude, no tit rubbing, no cock wiping. I don't know what he said, but, and then look at that, flicked off. I mean, wow. Awesome. I wish the clip was longer, honestly. But, um, you know, when you when you think you're in privacy like that, you got to know that you're being taped. You're always being taped. We're always being taped. We're always being, We're always being listened to. Who said that? Mitch McConnell. Um, All right, what else? My boy Travis Kelsey's in the news. Potentially dating Taylor Swift. What do we think? Fired up for him. Deserves a good girl. T Swift. Seems like a lot of fun. Who's more famous than that? Because, you know, you're one of the best players in the NFL of a sport, but you're Taylor Swift, who's pretty much Beatle status at this stage in the game. But, you know, who plays for more people? Probably T-Swift. Who's got more Super Bowl rings? Probably Kelsey. Who's played more Super Bowls? Has T-Swift even played a Super Bowl? How about this? What if Chiefs get to the Super Bowl this year, T-Swift performs, Travis wins, game-winning touchdown, proposes? I mean, that's... You're getting a Lauren Bobert H day that night for sure. Um, football's back. Do I care? Yeah, I do. Am I uh, – can I, like, not sleep until Sunday? No. I, I, maybe because baseball's still going on, but also because – I don't know. The, there's so many injuries this year. It's kind of taking the fun out of it. Every week someone's blown out a knee or getting a – fucking zit popped and then it turns into a, you know, they need surgery. A lot of surgeries. Aaron Rodgers, I will say, that one sucked. I think that one was felt. But it just lets you know how silly Aaron Rodgers is because people were like, damn it. New York fans especially. But because Rodgers has become a little bit of a a hilarious kind of, you know, does ayahuasca. You know, he's a big drug guy. His new thing now is talking about how Dolphins listening to dolphins fucking has healing powers. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers, yeah, the the dolphins actually. If there's studies that have been done, I don't know if how I feel about people that are always claiming that there's been studies done on something that they don't know much about. There's been studies done on that if you listen to dolphins making love, that actually has healing. The sounds have healing powers. Oh, really? Where'd you hear that on huh dot com? I don't know. Be open-minded? Yes. Share all your thoughts? No. Some things you should keep in your head. Some things you should keep in your head. Most things you should take to the grave. Also, you're an athlete. You're a quarterback. People are expecting you to talk football and football only. Historically, quarterbacks haven't come out and been as public with their drug usage and their dolphin fucking theories as Aaron Rodgers is being but that being said maybe it works you know I'm dealing with a little bit of a shoulder injury uh, currently myself maybe I'll turn on Flipper you know mute the TV turn on some Pornhub and let the good times roll because you know what is what does the dolphin fucking theories say about it being the actual dolphin noises what if it looks like it is Actually, I don't know how I feel about that, saying that out loud. I don't know if I could watch dolphins do it in general. How do they do it? Do they have wieners? Do dolphins have wieners? Uh, They have a prehensile penis, meaning it can swivel, grab, and grope, much like a human hand. Wow. Wow. A prehensile penis helps males navigate the complex labyrinth like productive tracts of female dolphins. Imagine calling a female dolphin's vagina a labyrinth. I mean, most human vaginas feel like that sometimes. Dolphins don't just use their penises for baby making either. Okay, you want to give more to that thought? Do dolphins have balls? Great question, Google. Well, dolphins must maintain a streamlined body to move efficiently through the ocean. Therefore, male dolphins have their penis and testicles checkmate packed inside their body on mammals (coughs) sorry i'm allergic to talking about prehensile penises on mammals testicles usually found outside the body since sperm dies at body temperature hmm well you learn something new every day um I would like to play that uh, video of Mitch McConnell, Will, if you don't mind, just so you guys can get a true sense of what we're dealing with here at the top. Let's get some video on that, too, or some audio. Thanks, Will. Okay. Senator, you're up for election in three short years. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry. I had a hard time hearing it. Yeah, that's so okay. that's fine. didn't hear the question. Repeat it. What are my thoughts about what? Running for yeah, re in 2026. Oh, oh. and he kind of laughs it off, but even that's his way. laugh doesn't look comfy. And then, bah, one, two, skip a few, 99, 100. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? And I've seen this woman before. This is the woman at the the uh, assisted living home that's like, do All right, you want to go you take you a shit now? That? Oh, man, I do. Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not a monster, so I got a little compassion. He's got a second guy coming up. Man, camera guy pulls away. I don't know what that was for. You should have zoomed in, if anything. He tries to talk. Oh, yeah, there's enough of this. That's good. Thanks, Will. Somebody else have a question. Somebody else have a question. Yeah, no, not somebody else. You fucking idiot. Get him out of there. Again, if you freeze on TV three times a week and you're not Professor X, Mr. Freeze, where you're holding a Mr. Freeze Tootsie Pop or Popsicle. You got to get off tube. You got to get off tube. Mitch doesn't want to go. He wants to wants to go till the end, but his family needs to step in. If that was anyone in my family, I'd be like, get them the fuck off television. Anyway, um, I found a, a piece of footage earlier today that's one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. I'm a big fan of kids telling jokes. I think it's very funny. There's been a few young kids, I think in Los Angeles starting up. Some, a couple are pretty good. One's just kind of got jokes like th- that are like just kind of revealing secrets about his family where he's like, did you guys hear the one about my dad? No, no. What happened? How he's talking to this uh, girl at his gym and my mom doesn't know. <laughs> Shit like that. That's kind of funny. But there are, is a clip of a kid in Australia that went on a news uh, network to tell a joke. News bloopers, I love, and anytime the newscasters are thrown off because, you know, I, I did a newscaster once, and she's very professional. They all are. I always kept trying to get her to have like a cool sign out, like this is blah blah blah, and sheba boo, you know, just come up with something fun for your outro, because they're so serious all the time. So I love when they when they break and look like actual people. You know, there's that uh, there's that famous clip where the uh, what is it? The woman they he goes uh, it's something about he says cock, the cock fights. He goes the the cock and balls fights. Or, no, I don't fuck. What happens? Anyway, it was funny. He said cock on TV. That's all you need to know. And uh, it was in context to a rooster, but he added something else. I think he said, like, the the Blackhawks. That's what he did. He said the Blackhawks. But they were still talking about roosters, so I think they let it fly. Uh, but we got this clip of this uh, kid. It's uh, number two. Yeah, there we go. Um, maybe one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. This kid, you know, I don't know. Get, don't give him a TV uh, contract, yes. but here you go.
1: Vegan and a vegetarian jumping off well. a clip.
0: Start uh, at the end there, yeah.
1: A vegan and a vegetarian are jumping off a cliff to see who hit the bottom first. Who wins?
0: I don't know. Who wins?
1: Society.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, so dark. And these newscasters just no problem with laughing at a, uh, at that dark of a joke. Now do they get fired for that? I don't think so. But you definitely you definitely wonder you know, I think they're more laughing at how unexpected that kid's you know, humor was. Was that that kid's joke or did somebody give it to him? He said it very matter-of-factly. Like, you know, again, I'm a kid of the snaps era where it was like your mom is so fat her blood type's ragu. Your mom is so fat she brought a spoon to the Super Bowl. Your mom is so ugly she trick or treats over the phone. But this kid just goes in hard with jumping off the fucking... Yeah, I mean, that's dark. It's dark. But funny. Funny always wins. Doesn't matter what's going on. If it's fun, And you know, and that's why comedy cures. But I was thinking about this the other day. Too soon. What is too soon? What's our true... Some comedians feel like it's like two months. Some feel like it's a year. I know after big events like 9-11 and uh, the Malaysian Airlines plane gone missing, you know, there needed to be some time before things were... Were joked, but now you see th- people throwing out jokes about these things left and right, even on the anniversary. I think Sam Morell tweeted when the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers to that Achilles injury. He tweeted out uh, <laughs> that this is the worst Jet on 9/11 since 9/11 or something like that because it was on 9/11 where they when they played the game. You know, and even those, I I I don't know if I laugh as much as I go like go on because it's still rooted in you know in so much darkness um, kids more and more of my friends are having kids more and more of my family members are having kids don't know if I'm doing it yet don't know go back and forth tough to bring a kid into this world thinking about it some days other days want to sleep in don't know how I will truly adjust you got to be willing to throw away a part of what you're doing to, uh, to, to handle what they're doing. And I don't know if I got it in me yet. But we got time. But uh, but what it did make me think about is how, you know, how fun kids can be and how ungrateful they can be. You look at any kid get a toy or a, an iPad, something. They're playing with it for two seconds. The next moment, ADD kicks in, and they're staring at the fucking ceiling. Where they're putting their thumb up there, you know. Wherever you, you grow up, it's different. Whatever your hobbies and passions are, you also got no Toys R Us. Everything's online, so kids aren't even going to a toy store. So that was something too. You had this like giant, you know, fantasy land up on a pedestal. Where it was like if we can only, if I, you know, Toys R Us was always dangled over your head as a kid. It was like if you get good grades, we'll go to Toys R Us. If you don't fucking, if you stop dry humping the couch like a fucking psycho at Thanksgiving, we'll go to Toys R Us. If you, you know, tell your aunt she looks, you know, she doesn't look, you know, she lost weight, we'll go to Toys R Us. If you stop, you know, pooping in the shower, we'll go to, you know, Toys R Us. Again, it's whatever, you know, however you grew up. And Toys R Us, man, did they go big with those commercials. They got a jingle that was stuck in your head, and they got kids that looked like they loved to be there. Will, let's play that vintage 80s Toys R Us commercial so you can get a little bit of an idea of what I'm talking about. Full volume on this, baby.
1: grow up fine toy choice they got a million toys and toys drafts that i can play with and go I mean, got, got the for so i 45 already yep it's a biker gang already that's adorable.
0: That's, that's, yeah and they just cut to a giant muppet giraffe out of
1: nowhere i think that was White, by the way. And then
0: that's the part at the end I don't like. All right. Then at the very end, there's a kid with Jeffrey. You can't show a Muppet Giraffe once and then cut away to kids. And then at the end, the Muppet Giraffe is on a park bench when the sun's going down with the kid. I'm going to need a little bit more context. I'm going to need a little bit more explanation. Who is this Muppet Giraffe? Yeah, I know it's Jeffrey, but who is he? You know what I'm saying? Always the spokesman, always the mascot cool you know let me hear him at the podium at the Toys R Us headquarters talking about the new Tickle Me Elmo or the new you know glow-in-the-dark fucking you know (laughs) just Mitch McConnell on you I don't know it sucks that you don't have a toy store to go to kids I'm talking to you that being said Where's your incentive? Where's your motivation? And that's why it feels tough to even raise a kid. Where? Where do you get that from? Um, thinking about starting to take callers. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think that might be the move. I'm not going to be one of these advice podcasts. I know everyone wants to get on there and give advice. No one's got good advice. That's what it comes down to. I think that's why it's always funny to me when people start advice podcasts because it's all based on your own experiences and whatever, you know. But I guess that's why it's, you know, people... Once you like the person, you want to get advice from them. And I guess especially if if they're a celebrity or a comedian that's gained some popularity. Yeah, there's more... uh there's a an extra cool reason to go well what do you think about my problems i mean you know i remember i went on uh, nick vial he's got this uh, bachelor podcast i think called vial files and i went on with people that were trying to get actual uh, advice but i'm a comedian and and they're they just want to talk to nick and and maybe he'll you know maybe he'll reach out and you know give him a Lauren bobert through the screen um I think is what they really want to talk to them for. All good. So I'm on there trying to give advice, but really just trying to make jokes because that's what I'm on there for. If you're a comedian and you're on a show, you, you, the job is to try to be funny, I think. Even if you're going on like Rachel Ray's, you know, Meatball Marinara. So, you know, we're going to make Meatball Marinara
1: in less than five minutes.
0: You know, try to make that funny. If you're going on, you know, Oprah's... uh you know, Oprah's fucking ski lodge extravaganza where, you know, everyone just gets into a hot tub and, you know, sees who can uh, queef for you know. Whatever it is, whatever the competition is, whatever the show consists of, if you're a comedian you're on it, be funny. I was a bartender on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. The guests were guys from, uh, you know, a reality show. Anytime they cut to me, Come on, give us some jokes. That's what you're there for. So with the advice, I don't know, to each his own. I think that's what what you say. You need a catchphrase like that when you're giving advice. I digress, or agree to disagree, or to each his own. Things that help you get out of what you're doing that basically, (laughs) at the end of the day, offer up, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. A handful of people do. A lot of people are real good at just bullshitting, acting like they know what's up. And I envy that. It's a skill. Committing to your idea of what the thing is. You can't you can't teach that. It takes experience. Because you can tell someone on the younger side that's full of shit. That being said, my uh my nephew's getting real good at lying, and he's only eight years old. So that concerns me. Cause I feel like he's definitely gonna be doing some shit. I mean, I don't think he'll get me too, but he'll, it, my nephew definitely has, he's aggressive. Right now he's channeling that into sports. So we're all just pushing, pushing that. Um, He's a little rough with the dogs. I don't know what that means. There's got to be some sort of like breakdown. You know how girls will be like, so you've been really indecisive in July and you're in Gemini. So, well, the moon is actually in retrograde. And Mercury's rising, so I would not eat a tuna sandwich this week. <laughs> I don't know if you can break that down with a kid being like, "Oh man, he, you know, he hit me in the dick with the back of his thumb, and then uh, and then put the dog in a chokehold." You know, can you? <laughs> oh, he's gonna be Jeffrey Dahmer. Thanks. Webster's Dictionary Kids What do you do Give them chocolate milk And close the door Or do you take them To the ballpark And play catch You don't got time To play catch I know I hear you I was in Chicago About a month ago And my buddy's got Three kids And he did not Seem pumped about it It's the first time I've really gotten A taste of that Of someone that was like What am I doing And you're like Oh don't Well Don't leave No, no, I wouldn't do that. I I mean, I I can't do that. (laughs) I'm like, well, that's not the answer. But he definitely was like, this is not how I saw it going. I was like, well, fucking you. Nobody made you make kids. Nobody's raised great. You forget the parents are just people. They're trying their best. Nobody's raised great.
1: My father was a great man,
0: but excuse me, it wasn't around, but, excuse me, it raised me, at least, his friends did, excuse me, what do you think that fucking childhood was like, it's so crazy to look at people that are that, that are such megalomaniacs, and so narcissistic, that you go, what, how were you at like six and seven, Excuse me, those are my blocks. Okay, you're a loser. I saw you on the kickball field, Corinne. You and your flat chest, you got no titties, okay? Look at Principal Larson. She's got a double D. (laughs) But as a kid, do you think he was talking shit or do you think he was just like a normal happy kid and then grew into a psycho? These are the questions. These are what I lie in bed, melatonin doubt, thinking about. Somebody said you're not supposed to take melatonin either. Fuck. Add it to the list. Put it on my tab. Put it on my tab of things I'm not supposed to do or, or eat. I mean, fuck. Is there anything that you can have? Diet Coke. Bad. Cheez-Its. Bad. Air. Bad. Fucking. The, even this guy, uh saw so this commercial for this water filter. This guy was you sh- you know how much chlorine's in your shower? It's going to burn you like the ooze from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And your balls are going to tur- are going to grow nipples and your nipples are going to grow abs and your abs are going to grow <laughs> fucking pubes and your pubes are going to grow abs. And it's just this like never-ending story of of oh fuck, and wait, what? But that's the human body, man. That's why anytime We give it up to the man or or woman above. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. But I guess I'm always curious too. When you give it up, like these football players, first thing they do, give it up, man. I want to give it up to the big G upstairs, the G spot. Do you think, wow, that'd be awesome to know that God calls himself the G spot or his office? If you're gonna walk in there to have a meeting with God. Um, hello? Yeah, what's going on? Um, I just wanna to talk to you about the um the the banquet. Oh fuck. When is that? It's Saturday, uh, your lord. Yeah, hey, call me call me Gary. Okay, Gary. Um, can I come in? Can you come in where? Don't make me say it, my lord. You know my office, what it's called. Say it. Can I come in the G-spot? <laughs> ah, it's still funny. Still funny. Yeah, come on in. What, what, what do we got? There better be sh- Shrimp Scampi. God just loves Shrimp Scampi for some reason. I don't know. There's been so many movies where we've depicted God. Morgan Freeman and Bruce Almighty. Um. What else? Mel Brooks? Has there been a woman God in a movie? I feel like you got to do that. Or a gay god? By the way, gay god—great band name, great movie, great show. Just gay god. Too bad we're in a writer strike right now. Cause that's a great idea. Um, if you're a hater, hey, I got news for you: haters gonna hate, players gonna play. I've been reading some comments recently. More often than normal and I'm not a fan going on some podcasts and some people are going hard in the paint I went on the serious XM show the Jeff Lewis show shout out to Jeff Lewis and his gang Jameson Shane Megan great group over there but the feedback from the uh, I think they call themselves the chumps Oof, not positive I try to hold back split the difference you know, don't read all the stuff. Read the good, read the bad. But when you're going into something important or trying to ride that high of uh, of confidence, you want to make sure that you're not, uh, you know, letting too much outside noise uh, fuck up your, your party. You know, I don't want to grow up because I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million different toys and things that I can play with from trucks and trains to video games. There's a million toy stores. Fuck, how does it go? I want to go because if I did, arguably one of the greatest songs of all time. I was talking about this the other day, catchiest songs of all time. Carly Ray Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. I'm putting it near the top. Living on a Prayer might be up there. Sweet Caroline for sure. Chumba Woman's Tough Dumping, maybe. Hakuna Matata, top 10. Full House theme song, yeah. Family Matters theme song, a ya. Toys R Us theme song might be in there. Might be in there. But again, now that I've seen this footage of Jeffrey the giraffe blatantly kidnapping children and taking them to the park, not a fan, dude. You wonder if this is why Toys R Us got, the, uh, got their doors closed. COVID didn't help. Also, again, everything's online. No one's going to the toy store. No one's even going no one's even going to a, a fucking McDonald's to eat, man. Have you been to a McDonald's recently? Sad, dude. My wife and I went to McDonald's to get a, a D-Coke one night. We like their D-Cokes. I think the soda machine is the only thing not falling apart at McDonald's. Where's Ronald, by the way? <laughs> I haven't seen that motherfucker in decades. They keep, keep trying to refurbish the uh, Hamburglar. I auditioned for The Voice, and he goes, Rubble, bubble, or rubble, bubble." And they are like, do it close to the original, but make it your own. Okay, which one is it? You got it. So I was like, rubble, rubble. And they picked a guy that sounded nothing like even, it was so crazy. I don't get that. I don't get the specs sometimes they put on certain jobs. They're like, energetic and playful, but not too energetic. But grounded and real, but spontaneous and spazzy, but don't have a fucking seizure. But hey, step up to the streets too, doggy style. But you know, don't woof into the bag on the. So you're just trying to find that middle ground, Ronald. Man, where, where you been, <laughs> Ronald? What'd you do? We haven't seen Waldo. We haven't seen Waldo, Ronald McDonald, or uh, or Kamala Harris in quite some time. Conspiracy theory, they're all the same person. <laughs> it would be crazy to it would be crazy to see some big political figure, whether it's Kamala, Kamala, Kamala whether it's her, Joe, fucking maybe DJ. Just rip that mask off, Scooby Doo style. What if Joe Biden was like, hey, and another thing, and I want to tell you about all the, all the, hey, 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 I might sniff your head, but I also might, I also might, hey, hey, let's go to the park. Hey, let's go, to the, hey, let's go, hey, chicken or beef, fart to queef. What came first? Uh, hey, hey Jamal, hey, up, down, left, right, A, B, select, start. And he just peels his face back and he's like, it's me, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Hey, come on, Harris. Uh, actually, it's not even Christopher Walken, it's a bad Christopher Walken impersonator. And we're like, dude, you were Joe the whole time.
1: Yeah. Surprise.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's one way to to sp- to spruce up the White House. Gay God, great show idea. Who plays God though? Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Ooh, my boy Justin Martindale would be amazing. Follow Justin Martindale if you don't. Great comedian. Alright, it's the two minute warning What do you guys want to talk about? Oh yeah? Really? Well We don't have enough time But we what we do have enough time for Is uh, Is for me to prank call uh, A Thai restaurant That I order from from time to time I think uh, This is a, a segment on the show That I used to um, Used to do quite a bit uh, I've kind of stopped doing it. Um, used to have impressionists come on and do it. Aries Spears, prank called this Thai restaurant as uh, DMX. Paul uh, McCartney called them by Dana Carvey. And uh, I'm going to call them right now as uh, Jason Statham. <laughs>
1: Hello, how you doing? Can I help you? Yeah, I'd like to get some chicken. Orange, please. Uh, which one? I'm sorry. Orange. Do you got other... Order. Do you got other colours of chicken? Blue? Purple? Oh, uh, I'm not understand. How many noodles are in a bowl of noodle? F- are in a bowl of noodles? the name for the order? Jason. I want... Um, you have the food name? Yeah, hold up. My name's Jason. I'm going to be driving a helicopter, landing right on top of your frickin' restaurant. And here's what I want. Rice, chicken, noodles, and a diet Alright, Give me one second. I'll give you five seconds. Four,
0: three, two, one. thanks for watching guys (laughs) it's been the about last night podcast Um, we'll see you we'll see you in the movies will we the strike's still going and as Drew Barrymore says I'm sorry for I forget what she said but she apologized then she said she was going to do the show anyway and then she said oh
1: hello hello Hi, oh, who's this? Hi, I'm calling back from the sunset. Hi, Christine. How may I help you? Great, I was trying to get some oh, noodles. Hi. You want a man order? A man order? Or a woman? I don't dispute. Or... I don't... what's the word I'm looking for? Discriminate. Do
0: you have coffee? Hi, can I get a uh, chicken chow mein? You want to make an order? Yes. Chicken chow mein. Yep. Anything else? Uh, some fried rice. What meat would you like? Um. Hello? <laughs> I'm gonna have to call you back. I'm having a I'm having a technical difficulty. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. That didn't go as planned. I will say this. I give them a lot of business. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I've probably bought more noodles from them than has been bought at Panda Express and Rancho Cucamonga all of last year. All right. At ALM Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You guys know what to do. Subscribe right here. Click on it, do it, follow the show. Come out and see me on the road. AdamRayComedy.com for tour dates. Hitting the road with Sal Connell and Matt Reif uh, this fall. And in uh, the special, look out for that, hopefully before the end of the year. I think that's it. You guys, stay, uh, stay hydrated, stay hungry, be good to yourselves, and I'll see you on the flip side.